0: Welcome to Freelance Feels, the podcast for humans who work for themselves. This episode I'm joined by author Caroline Corcoran in the week her novel Through the Wall was released. Caroline has built a career as a freelance journalist and brings that to her novel, which focuses on the journeys of two women who are both self-employed. It has a lot of freelance feels in it. Caroline delves into the feels of choosing when to switch on and off and the autonomy of making your own decisions when you're self-employed as well as the pinch yourself feels of being an author for the first time. She talks about why she finds the freelance tribe invaluable and the importance she places on sharing and collaborating as well as the feels of moving out of a big city as a freelancer and juggling being a new mum with freelance life. Welcome to Freelance Feels, the podcast for humans who work for themselves. I'm here with author Caroline Corcoran. Please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your freelance.
1: Uh, I'm Caroline. I'm well, I'm a freelance journalist by trade. Um, that's what I've been doing for a scary amount of years, 15, 16 years. Um, and I work for um, most of the main women's magazines, uh, a few national papers, websites, anyone that have me really, um, <laughs> and I, I do quite a bit of copywriting on Oh, cool! The yeah, as well, but this week um, things took a bit of a different turn and I published my first book, Through the Wall, So, um, so yeah, that's the kind of main direction that my freelance career is going in right now very, very exciting. Yes, very exciting.
0: Did you always want to be an author? Was it always always in your mind that you were like, I want to write a book? Always, always. I I was that kind of... um
1: Preteen that was i wrote like a rip off of the babysitter's club when i was like however <laughs> I, yeah always wanted to and then i wrote like a young adult novel a few years ago that i did kind of try to hook out slightly and i sort of i've always had it in the back of my head but I, it just needed well i needed an idea obviously that, that actually um i could see through mm-hmm. enough to stick with and, and write the whole thing
0: and also the right time in life i think yeah I think those two things had to marry up interesting because it's funny when you really want something for a long time isn't it and then it's almost like now must feel like perhaps the right time because it fits with sort of your freelance experience as a lot of that in the book yeah so maybe yeah. you needed to unfortunately go through a lot of freelance feels in order to maybe be able to write that experience maybe yeah happened.
1: and yeah absolutely because yeah you um you obviously do you know somebody said to me the other day whatever you write everyone will always think it's a memoir yeah. thankfully it's very far from a memoir because um, there's a lot of you know crazy dark stuff in there mm. but obviously you do bring stuff from your own life and I think yeah the freelance feels absolutely you know yeah. was something that I, I feel like I could <laughs> with with quite a bit of, of, of knowledge and, um, and experience. And you said you've been freelance for 15 something years? No I haven't been freelance for all that time I've been a, a journalist for ah, Okay, um, cool. yeah a journalist for all that time I'm actually adding up years and it's more than that now but yeah freelance since 2013 so six years.
0: And yeah. what took you to going freelance what was sort of your path to becoming um, self-employed? I, d-
1: I dotted in and out of it over the years. I'd done it a couple of times for shorter periods. And then the last staff job I had was at a national newspaper. And it was one of those jobs that was an absolutely great job for so many other people. But I just realised that, for me, I needed some, some more work-life balance, which is probably why a lot of us come to being freelance mm-hmm. Um not very long after that it led to I moved abroad for a little bit lived in France then moved where I now live very far out of London so I wanted that kind of freedom but also just I just wanted the freedom to just pick my own hours mm. um,
0: go for a run in the middle of the day you know just that I just wanted thing, isn't it just being like I'm not gonna have to worry about going to the gym at either 7am yeah, or yeah like p.m.
1: Just, just this freedom and I just realized during that time of being in a job that was you know like I say for a lot of people an absolutely brilliant job I just realized it wasn't me and I think for a long time I would thought I'd been working my way up the ladder and I I was kind of you know editor level and I thought that's what I wanted I thought I wanted this big high-powered job and it was getting further and further away from Mm. from writing and from the reasons I got into it and I I guess you get to that point where it's like you're either going to keep climbing yeah and you're going to go in a certain direction or you're going to go sideways and do something that that you just feel a bit creatively a bit Mm. happier about and also that fits in with everything else in in your life as well and so yeah so that's what that's what led to it and then
0: yeah I never looked back really I think that time I knew then it was for good but once you've gone abroad as well how was it freelancing over in France did you find that actually not a lot of people realised you were in France because you're just working on email and actually nobody really knows where you are, yeah, time exactly. I mean, especially because yeah. you know you're
1: pretty much on the same time scale. So I, I imagine it's quite different if you're on a very different time. Um, like if you're down in
0: Australia, or yeah. In then Dubai obviously you've or, got to, yeah.
1: you know, friends who are travel journalists and they're always sort of computing when their deadlines are. <laughs> but I think for me, with it only being that hour difference, it was fine. You know, get emails from PRs and <laughs> commenting on the weather, and you're sitting there. no
0: I don't know if it's raining (laughs) yeah
1: it's fine here and just kind of reference points that people put to you on email love it so yeah loads of people just didn't just didn't know and didn't and didn't realize and you know you're still there you're still on social media you're still filing your copy Mm. um and I love that I I love love the fact yeah I love the fact you know there is a balance isn't there like you you are always on and you don't get to do that put your out of office on and and leave but I do love the fact that you can take your laptop wherever you go and 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 do, and do you work and get on with it and, and be somewhere else i think
0: i amazing. love not being able not having to ask someone if i can have not the time off necessarily yes. but the particular days so yes. say you suddenly think oh i want that week off in november or december or whatever mm. you don't have to say well how's the holiday rotor?
1: no
0: have i got holiday left to take mm. yeah you've got to balance the books for it and yeah. make sure you've filed everything but you can actually then be like well i will take off the 15th mm-hmm. of december Exactly. I don't need to worry about whether five members of the team have already got fifteenth of December booked oh, off.
1: that is it, that was such a massive one for me, mm. and I, and I think once you get used to that, the idea of going back and asking somebody yeah. for holiday just seems like what? It's <laughs> like, mad, isn't it? It's yeah. just madness. So and obviously it's just part and parcel of office life. But yeah, I, I feel exactly the same as you. I'm so used to that now, mm. and I love the freedom. And it's up to you then, isn't it? It's like yeah, you, like you say, you have to balance the books. You have to you have to manage your time but it's all on you and you can do that even if it means staying up till whatever hour Mm -hmm. the night before it's in your control and yeah and I really like that yeah
0: same what does freelance mean to you
1: I think it means a freedom that that sense of of being in control of your Mm. own um your own work life but also related to that your own your own work-life balance and i think for me that deciding how much you're on deciding when you want to switch off deciding when your holiday is deciding how much you want to take on when you sort of want to want to vote if you want to lean in want to lean in. just not being on that that treadmill and often you, you do you do stay on it for quite a long time because you never want to turn down work yeah that's but true. it was always your decision and i think mm. that to me is a, is a huge thing mentally that if i've been working solidly or crazy hours i decided to do that and yeah and that somehow makes it a lot more a lot more better my one of my major pet hates is that showing your face mentality mm. the the putting the hours in that the staying at your desk to whatever time to prove something that yeah that that you're you know you're the one that always stays late and, and being this this kind of martyrish like that for me in office culture is just horrendous like mm-hmm. i just can't get on board with that and i and i think we have it in this country a lot don't we in the way that some countries really don't because it isn't it's a sign you're doing your job badly like yeah. it's madness yeah. it's like you, you shouldn't still be here then or oh, somebody else is doing their job badly by giving you enough of a like some somewhere something isn't working is it and yeah exactly um, yeah oh i hated that i just made my eyes
0: roll you know so you're now an author yes. which is like just so exciting for me to say As someone who knows you and knows that you have always wanted to write a book mm. and about a year and a half ago we were talking about novel writing and the process of getting published and everything. How does it feel to say you're an author? Does that feel like a freelance move or does it feel like something different to freelance life?
1: I think for starters I haven't said it out loud many times because it still feels a little bit like I'm pretending. Oh, Um, imposter
0: syndrome. A whole Um, load (laughs) of imposter
1: syndrome, yeah. I mean it's only five days old um, since the book's come out, so before then I also didn't feel like it's warranted.
0: I felt like (laughs) out yet, so am I technically? I mean I did write it. But you see it so many times. Yeah. you've probably seen your manuscript yeah, quite yeah, a few yeah, times yeah. now, so it's almost like you probably wouldn't want
1: to actually read through it every week. No, uh, yeah, I keep thinking, yeah, I might listen to it on audio to, mm, to refresh myself. That's a good actually, idea. Yeah, I haven't listened to the whole thing about yet. Everyone um,
0: can listen to it on audio. Absolutely, yeah, yes. We'll tell yes, you more about absolutely. how to do that at the end.
1: It's interesting what you said about does it feel like part of freelance mm. or not, because I think there were some things very early on where people would reference things to me, you know, acronyms and... Um, terminology and and I just don't know what that means I should know what that means Mm. because it felt very much you know quite a lot of writers do it don't they it's quite a natural it's quite a natural way for your freelance career to go it's it's one of the routes that people often take and I I kind of just always thought oh it's another you know a really exciting one but another form of of writing and then I realized somewhere along the line that it is actually a whole other industry you don't realize how much there is to learn and there's a lot of crossover Mm. between the two but there's also this whole other arena that that you've never even um and you're still really freelance aren't you
0: i mean you're still not yeah. you might have yeah. a publishing deal which ties you in i guess contract wise but yeah. you're still always thinking well if you had a two book deal after the two books you'd need to renew your deal or yeah. etc even if you've got a five or ten book deal that's pretty solid but then you've got to yeah. think you No, know, even big big authors are probably still thinking well one day that might change yeah it's just like a There's long still those freelance contract yeah. suppose, isn't it yeah
1: um, it's always different lengths of time. Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely feels like part and parcel of the same thing because, like you say, I mean, also the basic sort of mechanisms the same, isn't it? It's you with your laptop, yeah. Um, <laughs> filing, copy, doing edits. You know, yeah. a, a lot of it still feels like the same thing, even if just the word counts a lot bigger, and, and yeah. the end result is is a lot more tangible. But. Yeah, it, it does feel like a slightly left field version
0: of the same thing. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you carry on. You're still doing. Are you still doing? Not at the moment, literally. But um, do you still plan to do all the freelance work.
1: I still plan to. I it's kind of odd timing because I'm technically on some semblance of maternity leave so my youngest is only nine months i haven't had time to do any journalism i raised my eyebrows <laughs> and i realized that's not
0: going to come across i was like i didn't realize that oh yeah. my goodness yeah, so yeah freelancers um, we might choose when we go on holiday but yeah high key we don't take all the benefits no that we you do not no, no, no yeah
1: it's it's been a crazy year but um so i have li- any bit of work time i've had has been book related No, i have mm-hmm. i've written actually quite a few pieces the last few weeks but as you know the after the book really yeah um so yeah so it's kind of on a bit of a sabbatical at the moment i suppose and then i'm filing book 2 at the end of november start of december Oh my goodness similar or um similar genre so yeah yeah God's it's good. psychological fiction again but it's uh, it's you know a whole new book of new characters and um, so I'm so yeah so it's um today. so that's so definitely in the moment journalism's kind of on a, a bit yeah. of a hiatus Absolutely. and then once that's filed um Kind of relook at, at what I'm doing, and um, it's yeah, hard, doesn't it? Because it's so hard, isn't it, as a freelancer? Yeah. There's always that take the work when it comes, and there's always that um, very much so constantly yeah. got got to be hustling and yeah, putting yourself out there and you know getting emails off to new new potential clients and. Yeah, that kind of sitting back. I mean, hopefully this will be quite well timed because I've I book two before Christmas, and mm-hmm. there's a bit of a natural, you know, you know, it's like magazines yeah. in December. No one does Medium anything, world, do they? Completely quiet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, it might kind of force me to um to, to take a bit of time and then reassess in January. Excellent. And see where we are.
0: Can you summarise a little bit for us through the wall? Tell us mm-hmm. sort of a bit of a which you've probably done a few times now. So yes, <laughs> got yeah, a getting back. quite good. Yeah, tell us about
1: <laughs> through the wall. Yeah, so through the wall um ostensibly it's a it's a psychological thriller about two women that live in adjoining flats in in London um, the walls of the flats are very thin and they can hear quite a lot of what's going on uh, in each other's lives but very much bits and pieces that they kind of cobble together without any true perception um and they sort of form their own skewed impressions mm. of, of what's going on which which is very much influenced by what's going on in in their individual lives as well, um, and they they kind of bring their own agenda to that, and um, because because of what they're going through separately. Um, but I think it's it's quite an emotional book. A lot of people have said to me it's it's quite unusual for a psychological mm. thriller. I think because there's there's quite layers of other stuff going on. I suppose that like there's a lot of um, there's a lot in there about comparison culture and urban living and that the kind of loneliness that comes from living in a busy place when you're going through something quite hard and um, one of the characters is going through a lot of um, fertility issues and um, so that's quite a heavy theme mm-hmm. and then linking seamlessly um, a lot yeah. of the old freelance feels Very in there so. as well we yeah.
0: the character i was just like it's so spot on i sound all like oh it's just but so <laughs> it is it's completely and utterly spot on about how you feel when you're freelancing you're at home and particularly i really felt from it the idea that everyone else thinks you're having a total ball that you're like in some kind of cashmere loungewear yeah. you know between a coffee meeting yeah. and, you know, updating your social media and then just filing off a quick commission. And from your beautiful desk exactly. with its beautiful, inspiring
1: p- prints around you. Yeah, and like,
0: <laughs> in your character, she just she just is in that, that thing, it, to the yeah. point where like her, is it her partner or her husband? Partner. Partner. Yeah. he, I think even he's sort of under the impression that she's having a much better time of it as a freelancer. Yeah, getting she, on. she
1: almost kind of dresses it up for him even mm. I think as well, because she's kind of, yeah
0: she's gone sort of so deep into it
1: I think she's got a sense of shame
0: that, about yeah I where she's out so. in her freelancing yeah because
1: yeah. i think because because she's got some hard stuff going on in the rest of her life I mean the rest of the rest of her life is a bit of a struggle at the moment so she's kind of shrunk her world so small mm-hmm. and i think if you're working in an office you're kind of forced out aren't you you're forced to yeah to keep that world a certain size and to go and interact with people and to to push yourself and and be in that in that social environment. Whereas when you are working from home, you know it's the best and the worst, isn't it? And if you're having a bad time and you are just in those four walls, mm. you make excuses then not to go out, not to see people. You, you you can just shrink it more and more. So yeah, I think she even she's even disguising it for her partner because yeah, there, there's definitely a sense of shame
0: mm. to it. I think. Did you? How much of you is her? I did think when I was reading it, but I, like, I wonder how much of this is actually. <laughs> like literally happened or like maybe you've heard from other freelance friends Mm. or you've maybe felt close to but then not done that there's little details like she goes to a work meeting and she buys a new outfit yeah and that feeling of like i'm actually leaving the house what on earth should i wear to meet actual people that sort of build up to this could be a new connection and Mm -hmm. there's another time she goes to a work party yeah uh, and i won't reveal much more but like she goes to a work party and meets some old colleagues and that brings up a lot of feelings Mm -hmm. did you write much your own personal experience
1: or is it a bit of a mixture a bit of a mixture yeah i mean there's definitely without a doubt there's some personal experience in there mm. i think for a lot of people their first book there t- sort of tends to be obviously yeah. yeah i'm a freelancer um so there's definitely some personal stuff some i think i've always been really lucky that i've got a really good little network of freelancers mm. um that important, so, yeah yeah so we, we do talk about you know that the, the kind of stuff we've touched on now like that that sense that, that you get of that being quite isolated and then the pluses and the, and the minuses and and all the positives that come from it but but the stuff that you do struggle with um, mm. and so I think there's a lot of anecdotes that that people had shared with me over the years um and and then from my own life as well that, that kind of converged and yeah um and made a, a fictional account yeah. of it all
0: i love that yeah. she puts on his pajamas <laughs> like,
1: have got too small. yeah because those have got too small
0: it really makes
1: me laugh that once he goes to work she puts on his <laughs> yeah two it's jams. not it's not the cashmere loungewear is <laughs> no. it no but i think that is it because yeah, I mean, uh, you're, you're right
0: loungewear just for the record well, well me neither but like, like the, the wash, it's yeah it's annoying you can't even
1: put it exactly. in the washing machine just Yeah, just sits in the bottom washing basket yeah rubbish like the two wall items that i own that sit there for six months <laughs> But that's it. I think it. It is. Um, oh, I mean, it's even worse now. It? I mean, social media is a, a bit of a theme mm. in the book as well. I yeah. That, the Instagram version of working for yourself, like you said, you know, and the the lovely lit candle next to you, and the, I'm always just looking at it, thinking, did, the, did they? did they just take the picture of the desk and then go and work in their bed? Cause yeah. Like sometimes you work in bed, don't you? Oh you God! Focus. Yeah. I mean. Come on! What's the point of being freelance if you can't sometimes work in bed? Exactly, or from the sofa. Exactly. So, so yeah. So I think all of that, the the sort of realities um, of it, was quite important for me to to get in there. Once I decided my character was freelance, which was quite a key part because that Was the reason why they're both at home
0: mm-hmm. so much? Yeah. I think
1: they said they had to be, Um, they had to both be freelance actually. Because um, the other ladies freelance
0: in a completely different way, yeah. Isn't she? Because for yeah. us, freelance always immediately means journalism and yeah. copywriting. But Harriet, yeah, I Harriet, keep getting is a Harriet yeah. Um, she's, Yes, she's a songwriter, so yeah. she's often at home playing the piano and yeah, exactly. having these wild parties where she invites anybody, yeah, yeah. She's got this real sort of weight of emotion about quite a jolly job mm-hmm. that she does seem to have work offers coming in yeah but then she can't handle the workload because she's not well in sort of with her mental health and that kind of thing yeah exactly So she's got a different flip side of a freelance life in a way
1: yeah absolutely yeah like i say i mean practically as a mechanism i need them both to freelance so they could both be there all Mm. the time and that claustrophobia could build up from from this relentless um hearing each other but yeah she i mean harriet is is, is a, a lot of people have said to me that she's quite an interesting character because she is extremely talented she's actually very successful mm. where lexi on the other side of the wall is struggling a bit work's not going great but for harriet it is going brilliantly it's the other stuff that's kind of
0: falling apart around yeah. her and then um, yeah, i really feel for them because i just kept thinking god in a parallel universe they could have been the best of mates they're living next to each other they're both freelance yeah. like a complete like just you know I mean? it's like yeah. of course they're not because do you
1: know what? i'm really glad you got that from it because yeah. i did there was almost this kind of I mean, the, the ending I worked on quite a bit with my agent, and 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 at certain points it wasn't going to be quite as dark as it was, mm-hmm. and I did sort of almost have this like, not that they ever go, oh, we just will be friends, but that there's some weird, you know, I don't know <laughs> bit, bit of Stockholm syndrome almost, <laughs> that they yeah. they they can't help Ooh. but like each other in this kind of odd or be a bit fac- or they're at least fascinated mm-hmm. by each other, and there's this, you know, that in in this strange way, one of them says like. Harriet says at the end, um, in a strange way, she's 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 kind of the closest thing I've got, and they're mm. almost like family to her. And obviously, this is because Harriet, um, Harriet has various issues that lead her to think of something that's so untrue. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is an element of it that they've been living on top of each other and sort of taking in all these bits of each other's life. And yeah, I, I do think it's. I mean, I'm obsessed with *Kill and Eve*, and, and oh, thankfully yes. I watched it after I wrote the books. Otherwise, I'd be like, was I trying to? To, to do something like that but i do think that sort of cat and mouse mm. um two women fascinate hate each other but at the same time yeah. some sort of connection I, I do think yeah there's there's something between them that's not entirely negative at
0: points yeah it has got that sort of cat and mouse chasey like yeah one minute one's thinking something about the other one and then they're making lots yeah. of assumptions aren't they yeah which you do when you're at home sitting by yourself exactly
1: and then you can't you go blah, 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 skip five stages and you've yeah. written a
0: whole um, whole script exactly in and scroll onto the social media and then kind of Absolutely. go oh my god everything looks perfect in yeah. so and so's world which yeah i don't know if people think we would be guilty of that in a way because but it's like you can't not yeah. put your life there if you want to it's you know yeah and it's a part of, a of your job often as well yeah. isn't it so it's it's tricky that's the thing you know you can't tell people about a book if you don't use social media yeah to try and do that no exactly exactly, exactly. that yeah So another theme in the book is becoming a mum, and you've done that alongside being freelance. So how does that work and feel for you to be a freelancer and a working mum at the same time?
1: Um, I think it's another thing that for me is a huge benefit of being freelance actually. I mean, you know, there there are obviously a lot of benefits to being in a full-time job when when you have a baby and, Mm. you know, (laughs) a decent bit of (laughs) material.
0: There's a the push to go back then, isn't there? Yeah, as well. I think that's yeah.
1: for me the sort of you know, the oh brilliant, you get this time off but then it it goes from all to nothing overnight and that return to work day um, you know, is obviously such a huge thing for a lot of people. And for me I just felt really lucky. I felt I felt like even though I obviously, you know, I started working again much sooner than I would have done if if I'd had maternity pay mm-hmm. and a staff job. But I started working in a way that suited me and that I could dip in yeah. and out of it. Um, you know, it's hard, and it is a juggle, um, and it's hard to get it right. Of you know, making sure you've got enough work, but not too much work, because you don't know exactly how much time you're going to have. And um, but for me, it, it it was just absolutely worth it because it has meant that I've been able to have some time when the children are small, have lots of time off, but still do my job and do the mm-hmm. thing um, that that I love in an in an adult professional way as well, and, and running the two alongside each other is not. Was the easiest thing. I feel really, really,
0: really super lucky that I'm able to do it. I oh, really do. It's really nice. And is it like? Do, do you think people put the same assumptions on you being a freelance mum as much as they do when you're a freelancer? In that they probably do other mums not casting any aspersions on any other mums, but do working mums sort of say, what's well, it's all right for you because you're you've got flexibility." Are there the same assumptions that people have about freelancing? Do
1: you about know, what? I haven't really come across it. No. I've kind of said it the other way around where I've been like to friends, like, "I, I just think you're amazing." You know, they drop the children off at this time in the morning and they're in work for this time and the day is so complicated mm. when for me I'll know like I, you know I can just I can stay up and do it in the evening I can I can juggle it and and they'll go well you know we all do it we're all working parents and I and I feel probably a little bit like a fraud sometimes no. where, where I'm like mm, we are but I don't I don't think I'm, I'm doing I don't think I've got it as, as hard as as they have at all and like I say I just feel really really lucky that not in that
0: timetable as much yeah, yeah. And what have been your solutions to freelance feels? Like obviously we we're talking about kind of all the feelings that your characters have in the book. Have you got any practical solutions that you would share with people that you've found useful when you've experienced difficult side to freelancing?
1: Um, like I say, I think for me that that little freelance network is really mm. really key. Um, and I think it's really lucky for us in journalism because there's quite a lot of freelancers Definitely, um, yeah. kicking around. Who Growing a daily, lot of friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's places shut down, but. Um, yeah a lot of whom are friends um, and I you know I'm such a I'm such an advocate of the not being competitive about it mm. you know really trying to do you find that hard
0: though sometimes oh yeah I definitely. find it really hard yeah, like, it I could being really competitive I'm something like I'm not sharing and it's like yeah oh, hold it is
1: on. it is <laughs> good. hard no it is hard but I think I've just found over the years that it works so much better like the mm. amount of times that I've passed something on to somebody it virtually always comes back around it always and then people I think people just have you in their head as somebody that that they want to give back to because you have helped them out and I think mm. quite often the last few years with with maternity leave you know generally it's not you know it's not like there's a massive abundance of work in journalism let's be honest but because I have had to turn stuff down with the book and, and mm. children I think I'd rather give it to somebody that I know is good and that I know yes. um yeah. you know is a, is a good person and, and wants the work and will do the work well and and hopefully that recommendation will then come back because I've
0: Gone to those editors and said, "Hi, hey, try this person." And yeah, and I guess if you've told the editor somebody's name and that person does a good job, you look like someone who's yeah, got good recommendations. exactly, and...
1: exactly. So I think that's always worked well. So mm. that's that's been a
0: key one for me. Love that. I, mean, I really love that because I think it's something more of us need to work on yeah especially in general well, but i think be, what yeah. you're
1: doing is you know is really sort of adding to that isn't it because you're building a little community and, mm,
0: trying to um, yeah yeah
1: I, I think those kind of things really help as well um but yeah that's a really main one for main one for me
0: mm. and do you have anything sort of um everybody i speak to is just like get out the house do exercise but it yeah. is just so important to mm-hmm. move in some ways yeah it? do you find that as well do you go running
1: um no i used to, used I, to go running, uh, yeah, yeah i i don't um I mean I say used to it I was very much dipped in that of it I was never you know a runner runner um, it's hard now because I think with the children I'm very much like when I'm working I'm head down mm-hmm. working so there aren't that many hours but I still try to do it as balanced as I can so if I'm doing like the preschool run you know I'll walk down to do mm. that to at least make sure that that I get some fresh air and um, yeah and, and kind of take it off that way because it's definitely trickier now yeah, yeah it's definitely I'm just kind of starting trying to get we've moved quite far out of London trying to get on my bike a bit oh,
0: trying cool. to get a bit more balanced yeah. but
1: it's lately it's been it, it's not been the most balanced it's been a bit like when I'm working mm-hmm. I am head down yeah <laughs> working and does the
0: being out of London thing feel funny because I know particularly as journalists but I know there's I mean lots and lots of people work in London not just you know journalists mm-hmm. freelance and when you moved out did you fear for your freelancing because you sort of thought oh my god i'm leaving london how on earth will there ever be any work hugely yeah Yeah,
1: i just thought i'd ask him for a friend (laughs) (laughs) yeah asking for quite a lot of friends By by, (laughs) some of the messages i've had yeah you do worry about it you feel like um you've fallen off the edge of a planet a bit um you know i'm not the biggest social media user i have been with the book but generally Mm. i i I don't post much about my own life so i'm not really in that kind of keeping in touch with people that way that well which means that you inevitably do lose touch and you feel like your network that was so it was just thriving and it was constant and you're constantly meeting it with people and and, you know it was something that that was quite important quite central to me and, and really helped you do feel like it falls away a bit mm. so that has that has been hard yeah it, um, it certainly worried me a lot about moving
0: but has um, it been quite a release as well because actually once you do make the jump and people say to me well once you've gone a you've moved so you've moved house and you've made that decision and then b actually you've probably sometimes got a bit more space to be you and ideas yeah. come and well I mean it was as soon as we place. moved that I started writing the book mm-hmm. and I don't
1: think that's a coincidence I think there was a bit of sort of a bit of space to just think, and a bit of space to think. Right, what's next? Without being in that constant this commission, this commission, this this shift, this. Um, and there was also, you know, some options were closed off. I Obviously, couldn't shift when I lived mm. 200 miles away from London. So then you, yeah, then you have a bit of a, a bit of mental space to go. Well, actually, where else can this go then? Because I need to make a living for the next however many years. Yeah.
0: Would you have any advice for people who were thinking? of making a move even if it's not from city to country or small town or even small town to big town what was like maybe something that happened for you that helped with that move was it setting up your your home office properly or not setting up your home office because you were just like look I just don't want to be wedded to the idea of work coming with me immediately was there anything that you did that helped you transition from one freelance mm. location to another i think it was
1: i don't think there was anything sort of so tangible as that i think it was just making the, the mental peace with the fact that i would lose some contacts mm. and i would lose some options work-wise but that i was okay with that and that i wasn't going to spend the whole time just stressing about it or trying to keep up with everybody mm. or trying to pretend that i was still in london somehow or i think i've got a friend of mine who's who's been um thinking about it for a while mm. and, and I always say to her don't do it until you're really really ready to do it That's because good advice. because yeah. I just think if you do it and you're not you are a, you are a long way where you can't just go and catch up with another freelancer for a glass of wine and mm-hmm. I was ready I, I was ready for a different life stage yeah. um, and I'm, I'm, I'm alright with the with the downsides that that brings and, yeah. I, and I think that was just where I had to be and I just knew that a switch had flicked and and I was ready
0: Brilliant. Yeah. do you go to much locally networking wise i did when i moved and i just i mean
1: i haven't massively spread spread my wings as far as i'm sure there's plenty of other stuff out there i i went to some i went to some stuff that i think was a little bit too wide that was kind of businessy mm. um and i think I probably need to zone in a bit a bit more on creative stuff i i, I kind of dipped in a to, to a call there's an organization i'm up near liverpool and there's an organization called the women's organization that that's really supportive of, of self-employed oh, women and they're just a really great company, and I sort of touched base. With nice, touched base. Yeah. So there's kind of little connections like that, but I think, like I say, I think since I moved, everything's been so hand out with with uh, babies and books that I think it's all there to explore a little bit. Um, hopefully over the next few years and, and get out there because I think slowly it is move it is moving from being so London centric and yeah. Um, you know, I well, companies the other are moving out, aren't they? Yeah, right? yeah. And I realised the other day it's I used to work with actually is in Cheshire now. editing in Cheshire life. Um. And just hadn't realised and, and that sort of felt really nice it felt like she worked in women's mags it felt really mm. nice that there were connections there and so yeah I think it's there to go and explore a bit more and it, it's certainly tiny, incrementally it, it's certainly moving away from being quite so London focused yeah London yes. centric so what
0: would be the one piece of advice you'd give to any freelancers that are listening um it doesn't have to be a work thing mm-hmm. just something that you've found useful or that you do that helps you with the freelance feels
1: can I repeat my bit about the freelance crew
0: yeah very much so Yeah, tell okay. me how you have who you, your freelance not necessarily their names, but who are your freelance crew? How do you find them, and how do you communicate with them?
1: So I don't think there's any. I haven't. I haven't got a. Um, you know we don't. We don't have a certain WhatsApp group, and mm. I speak to a lot of them in independently of each other. It's not a it's not cohesive. A yeah. 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 Okay. Cool, um, cool. But I think just quite organically over the years, I've just found that there's five or six freelancers who send work my way. I send work their way we'll just have a bit of a rant sometimes you know <laughs> we, we will again name no names but you know you get certain publications that might drive you a little bit crazy when yeah. you and you're getting rounds of edits back or whatever and you know just just advice as well you know the whole you know payments are late and this person's dry, and then you know you get there oh i've had that from that place too you know i did that permission to chase no you're not being you know you're mm. not being pushy you know all that sort of stuff that you sometimes it's the only thing i think i miss from the office you know the yeah. the the solidarity and and that kind of sense of feeling like a team so for me that is number one piece of advice that just stop yourself being too out there on a limb on your own just make sure you've got um you've got people to to be in your little
0: freelance crew it's funny i've got a friend who um we were both single for a certain period of time and a lot of my friends were partnering off and she said to me you've got to you've got to date you've got to friend date and find some more single friends because all your single friends are disappearing. but you need that bit of your world and it's a lot more as well I think if people think oh i haven't got a freelance crew, it's like well try and nurture one a little yeah. bit maybe do go to a local yeah. networking event and see if there's somebody there that you might single out and think absolutely i want to go on one-on-one with them yeah. and i know that's utterly nerve-wracking for most people but it is a case of sort of like finding some Definitely. people if you haven't got Definitely. that i guess yeah and if
1: and if you're in an area out of london you know I've, i know i know friends of mine and um, a really good freelance friend of mine rachel she lives in oxfordshire mm. and since she's moved she's she's got some really good freelance friends that she didn't know before and, th- and they've become, you know, a really good network for her. And, and I think, I think definitely, you know, out of London, it's probably more important to seek it out because it's not, mm. they're, they're not there so readily and you probably, maybe your old network from when you did work in offices as a journalist, um, yeah. pr- maybe isn't there so you, you do have to, yeah, be a bit proactive yeah. and, um, yeah, go and do the coffee and, and all that kind of stuff. The dating. The date, go and <laughs> the, do the Yeah, dating. the freelance
0: dating. <laughs> Thank you so much, Caroline, for joining me on the Freelance Fields podcast. Absolutely, no problem. It's been lovely chatting about the Freelance Fields and your new novel. Please, could you tell everybody where they can find, where they can buy the book, Mm -hmm. download the book, and where they can find more from you on social media as well? Yes, um, you can
1: buy through the wall on Amazon, um, in supermarkets, Tesco, St. Louis, and you can buy it in bookshops um and you can listen to it on audio and Uh, would you you like to share your social media yes um so on twitter i am at cg corcoran and on instagram i am at cc journo
0: brilliant thank you very much and all the best with your launch thanks for having me thank you for listening to freelance feels the podcast for humans who work for themselves you can find freelance feels online at www.freelancefeels.com and on instagram and twitter at freelance underscore feels please do share and rate the podcast if you enjoyed it